Welcome to Cinema Scene on Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. Noel T. Manning II with Jeff Powell. Hello. Talking movies. I was going to call you Jay Forey, uh, the blind film critic, but. Well. We could. I, yeah. <laughs> sure not. You're Jeff. We tried to figure out one time another, and I don't remember exactly why, but we tried to figure out one time if I was actually related to Jay. Oh, really? Yeah. That's maybe, crazy. Yeah. Maybe there was some are. connection there. Uh, I don't remember what it was. But yeah. yeah. Well, we've been doing this show in some form or fashion since uh, 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had uh, a filmmaker by the name of Earl Owensby that would come in, and yeah. we would do this as a radio show. And uh, and then uh, Earl and I did it as a TV show as well. Right. And then uh, Earl realized he had more important things to do than to hang out with me. No, Earl just Earl got busy, and then we've we've had uh, students, film students, who have come in Lots on the show. Of students have come through. We've had uh, filmmakers that have uh, come in to be guests, uh, composers, and Oscar winners. It's uh, it's been fun. This show is is really a lot of fun. Uh, we we do all sorts of things, but it all does tie back to uh, film and, and entertainment, uh, mostly film. But I mean, we've had um, we've had like Simon Helberg from The Big Bang Theory, yeah, and there's been some TV yeah. slipping in there. Yeah, Melissa Roush, Big Bang Theory. I, yeah, uh-huh. I need to get some more Big Bang Theory people. On, on this show. Speaking of that, I know uh, uh, last week's show, you kept talking about Peter Parker. Yes. Which reminded me of a Big Bang Theory episode in which they were questioning why uh, Stanley's characters all have, like, you know, uh, P names. Or, or um, either P names the or, same. or the, the names are um, Peter th- Parker, um, yeah, Reed Richards, Sue Storm. Yeah, they, the, the yeah. Each, each name yeah. starts with the same letter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, whatever yeah. the word for that is. There's yeah, probably a word for that. There is a word for it, and Catherine, my daughter, knows it. And She's not here, though. She's not here, and I've lost it. Nikki, Send I her a text message. It. I don't know. I need to do that. But, yeah, it, it's uh, the, the way you articulate those letters. and uh, But, yeah, words with the same yeah. first letter. But, yeah, yes. he does. Stanley does a lot. A lot of those, yes. He does that a lot. Yeah, he, he sure does. There's uh, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> there's, and that's you know, Spider-Man's boss. So, yeah, there's ah, a, there's a well, there whole bunch of those. Man. Yeah, yeah. So there was a Big Bang Theory episode of that. In which yep. Raj and, goes off on absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, see, see how TV sneaks in? It does. It does. Well, last weekend we did talk about Spider-Man, a lot about Spider-Man. And uh, still in theaters. Uh, it's going to be in theaters for a while. And if you want to check Spider-Man Homecoming out, you can do that. Uh, I think that's the last of the superhero films for the summer um i don't have my list but i don't think anything else is coming out in august that's superhero related uh although we do have uh if you're making your list of the the final you know two or three <laughs> that are coming up this year uh justice league is, is coming up um uh, later on and um you've also got thor another thor film uh that's going to be coming up in november i think both of those are november so I think by the end of this year, I counted uh, last night, and I think seven wow. superhero films this year. So, uh, you know, one basically every other month. Uh, That's and the, a lot of superhero it films. It is. And in the summer, it's one every month in the summer uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. But uh, today we are talking about, uh, from a review standpoint, we want to talk about a franchise, um, the Planet of the Apes franchise. Yeah. Um, War for the Planet of the Apes uh, is in theaters now. Uh, also opening in theaters is the horror film called Wish Upon. Uh, that opens this weekend as well. But War for the Planet of the Apes is the one to watch. Um, this is really uh, a fitting end 
um, to an incredible trilogy. This was a rebooted, I say rebooted, but it's really, um, it's a prequel trilogy. Oh, yeah. Um, this, yeah. this, this film franchise. It's that's, kind of all the origins of how we get yeah. to the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that, that started back in 2011 with um, Dawn of, and then there was Rise of, and then this is uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. And um, th- this this version, I mean, it, it finishes this trilogy. I mean, uh-huh. it, it, there's definitely room, and there's there's there will probably be others. But if there were not, I would be happy. Yeah, it's completed. I would be happy. It completes um, it completes some stories, mm-hmm. and um, it's a it's a film that you you have to watch the other two to know what's going on. So yeah, this is a complete yeah. package. Don't, so don't go into War for the Planet of the Apes if you haven't seen uh, the previous two. But from, you don't have to go back to the Charlton Heston no, versions. No. And you don't have to go back to the, what was it, 2001 version. Right, right. You don't have to. No, no. but you do, you do need to go back to the 2011 version. Uh, and that's where this film franchise found its legs again. Uh, this film, um, you know, the, the story of this is... You've got uh, a huge part of humanity. This, I'm giving you some backstory. Uh, mm-hmm. A huge part of humanity has been wiped out from a simian plague mm-hmm. that was caused by humans' own doing. Yes. You know, humans experimenting with, uh, with, with apes and with, with primates. And um, because of that, some crazy things happened, mm-hmm. and most of humanity died out. Right. And the apes got smarter. Apes got smarter. Uh, the apes were, were becoming the, you know, the top of the of the, the food chain, so to speak. And um, not by their own doing, but it, it happened. And um, in the last film, that the first film you kind of saw that starting to happen, the last film uh, that came out uh, just a few years ago, you, you saw kind of a war starting between the humans that mm-hmm. were, were left and the apes. Mm-hmm. And uh, now you're actually seeing that take hold even stronger. And in this film, War for the Planet of the Apes, um, our, our ape population, the strongest ones led by Caesar, who was the first, um, doesn't want to be involved in war. What Caesar wants is Caesar wants to have the apes take care of themselves and let the humans do their things, and let's let's live separately mm-hmm. from each other. Uh, and you know, if if we want to work together, fine. But let's we don't need to fight. We can we all can have this planet. Uh, there's a, a, a human faction that's led by a uh, an army leader, Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson um, who uh, does not want to let that happen. Who basically wants to wipe apes off of the planet. And um, you learn early on in the first 15 or 20 minutes that there may be a mutation of the original plague that these humans have survived, that now it's starting to attack and attach to some of them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, part of Woody Harrelson's uh, drive is to, to stop this from spreading and thinks it's the apes that's causing this. So, so you see the motivation of the, the villain as well, which I always appreciate in films when you can see, okay, is this person just evil for the sake of being evil? Right. And sometimes that's fine. Like in The Dark Knight, the Joker, you know, he's just, you know, just, a, <laughs> he's just a bad, bad dude, yes. you know? But I do like seeing where motivation comes from. Um, and so this film does a, a great job in, in playing out 
this this battle between humanity and or humans, not humanity, because some of them didn't have humanity as we like to call it, but the humans and the apes. And uh, I think many times you see what true humanity should stand for more in the forms of the apes than mm-hmm. you do in, yeah. in the humans. Yeah. And so you're seeing this play out. And um, early on in the film, um, humans um, attack um, the, the an ape village and take out some some uh, apes that are close to um, take out some family members that are close to to Caesar causing Caesar to say, okay, now you start asking about revenge, Mm -hmm. retribution. I've tried to let you be, but I don't know that I need to let you be anymore. And so that kind of starts the story. And uh, you do see some things like you start seeing, is there some post-traumatic stress that Caesar is experiencing? Um, You know, will Caesar choose revenge over what is the right thing to do for his kind? All those questions start to unfold. It's a wonderful film. Um, I thought there were some great moments uh, in this French, in this particular film that paid homage to the original Apes films going way back. Um, if you uh, go back to those Charlton Heston, well, Charlton Heston was really only in that first one. Yeah. But if you go back to those films that he started, you'll remember things, uh, you'll remember terms like Alpha and Omega. Mm-hmm. You'll remember uh, names of characters like Nova. Mm-hmm. You'll remember names of characters like Cornelius. All those things are in this film. And so uh, you can see that this could be planting seeds for future films. Mm-hmm. Or it could be just saying, hey, if you saw those films from a while back, we remember you. Yeah, We remember you. Um, really, really uh, appreciated this film uh, on a lot of different levels. Um it, it talks about the importance of family, and, and I think um, the message that came from me was, you know, don't give, don't completely give in to your dark side or your dark feelings. Don't let them control everything you do. And uh, I think in our world now, this really speaks to the, the society that we're in where there's a lot of just negativity out there um, and a, a lot of people that are, that are just thriving and that's how they want to feed themselves and feed others is just let's be negative let's be ugly let's be mean uh this i think speaks to the opposite of that i think it speaks to when you ultimately you have that choice to make that decision when that lines in the sand um of do i step over it and become just ugly and mean and nasty and 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 take things out on others or do i step back and say no you know what I don't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. This one does a great job asking that question, mm-hmm. and uh, I think in good science fiction we'll do that. Oh yeah, and and speak help us look at ourselves and say, okay, what choice will we make when we're given this? I'm giving this an A minus, uh, a good, great film. It's really hard for um, any film that's kind of the third in a uh, in a franchise. It's you know the originality's not not right. there because it's it, it, we've seen it yes. before. It does wrap it up. Uh, solid A plus again on the motion capture and Andy Circus. Man, um, I just you know there are times I'm watching it and I'm like, am I watching real gorillas? Mm-hmm. I mean that's how good well, it's gotten. Andy has made that you know his career yeah. and yeah. he has made it into uh, um, he set a very high standard. Yeah, yeah he did, and um, it's uh, and he's done that with with so many things. But uh, Peter Jackson's team, uh, Weta, 
uh, involved in this. Uh, my cousin uh, Trey Brown uh, has been involved in all three of these films from a, from a special effects standpoint. And keep trying to get Trey on the show. Uh, he lives in New Zealand, and it's so time it's the time difference thing. But uh, just but, stay up, no? You can stay I, up. I think one I'll night. do it, or get him to stay up. But uh, but uh, yeah, I, if you if you like the previous eight films in this franchise, I would uh, definitely check this out. So uh, let's go back. Um, you want to talk a little bit about the history of the Apes films? Okay. Um, next year will be 50 years wow. since that original was released. Wow. Uh, was based on a 1963 French novel um, that was translated into um, Planet of Monkeys or, or Ape Planet or, or, you know, I'm not. We need to get uh, Jen Guberman, uh, who will be coming on our show. She's going to be a French scholar. She's a double major in film and French, so uh, maybe we get her to translate. She it. probably knows all about French films. She does, and and French literature as well. But uh, based on a 1963 French novel, uh, found life in '68 when the legendary Charlton Heston yeah became an astronaut who crashed on a planet I'm, of apes. I grew up on that film. Yeah, I um, love that film. Rod Serling mm-hmm. co-wrote the screenplay. Did you remember that? I did not know that from the Twilight Zone. Uh, you know, great screenplay. I mean, it was a film. This was one of the first franchises, Jeff, um, that was a franchise other yeah. than your James Bond films. Right. They and just I mean, kept making they kept, movies. They kept making them. And they kept getting worse with each iteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know they kept getting worse. They yeah, kept they did. Getting different. <laughs> I, I, the last one, I've seen yeah, them all. Yeah, they were, <laughs> there were five of them. Yeah, the first original, couple are really good. Which was, uh, for that time period, really amazing mm-hmm. that they were able to do that. Then there was a TV series. A TV series, and that's what I, what I was going to get to, is this was before Star Wars. You know, a lot of people give credit for Star Wars and George Lucas for for understanding merchandising uh, and taking advantage of of, of of every form of things outside of film mm-hmm. you can make money. Mm-hmm. T-shirts, mm-hmm. action figures, you know, serialized novels. Lunch boxes. Lunch boxes. But apes did that before yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. You had a great uh, Facebook post not too long ago where you... You showed a picture, a montage of all these different yeah. ape things. Yeah, and and that's what got me thinking about it. As I as I watched the film, I'm like, you know, I remember having an ape lunchbox uh, <laughs> as a kid, and I remember the TV series. It lasted mm-hmm. two seasons, mm-hmm. but uh, but the Apes franchise did that, and really, I, I think set the stage for Lucas. Said, okay, how can I do that, but do that better, mm-hmm. um, and how can I do that differently? Uh, you know, I can only imagine. And, and the Apes films, I remember wanting to go see all of those. Oh, yeah. uh, and they were films that appealed to adults and kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was before that you had the blockbuster time periods of summer mm-hmm. that people would go see these films. I mean, that, that didn't happen until Jaws, Jaws. in 75. Yeah. So um, I think it would have been interesting if these films had been released in the 70s with all of the, the marketing dollars behind it, even though they found a way <laughs> – to be successful even without that, I would have loved to have seen, uh, you know, what would have would have happened with that. Now, the franchise after seventy uh, three, which was that last film, mm-hmm. uh, it was really dormant for uh, for decades. It wasn't yeah. until two thousand one, yeah, that it came back with Tim Burton, who truly wanted to do a remake. Well, and they they set that up. There should have been a follow up movie, yeah, but it didn't. Happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. And I think, you know, Burton stylistically, I, I've, I've always loved what he does with his look. And he has a lot of the same actors and folks that show up in films. And, um, you know, Helena Bonham Carter uh, was, was one of the, 
the female apes, and um, you had Mark Wahlberg as mm-hmm. the astronaut, the main astronaut. So that film really was a remake. Yeah, it was. And um, there was a twist ending that was very different from the original film, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to do that original film thing again. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it was a true cliffhanger. Oh, it was. You know, and, and, it, and um, fans and critics alike hated that. No, it's like well, you set up. He's like, wow, what happened next? Right, and what we next? never and know. And then nobody ever knows. And so, that was a big problem with that one. It didn't get the uh, it didn't get the critical um, success or the box office success that they'd hoped. And so Fox said, okay, we're going to stop it. And so, you know, you, I would not recommend going, or if you go see the 2001 version, understand it's got a got a cliffhanger ending that you're not going to get any answers right. to. Would, and you can decide if you want to do that or not. But it was a great cast, great cast. Um, it, it was you know well shot, but it uh, it didn't fulfill what it needed to. So it wasn't until ten years later, uh, you know, a decade that that we waited until they did this this reboot, but did it as a prequel, an origin story, mm-hmm. really. It is an origin story, and uh, I loved the way that they did that. So um, so you know, big fan of this particular mm-hmm. franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think each of those films, I either gave a I have to go back and look at either A, A minus, or B plus. So, so solid films in this in this wrap. And you've seen uh, all of them except for this most recent one, correct? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as a kid, uh, I watched those films. Uh, too young to go to the theater to see them, perhaps in the very beginning. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I every time they would come on, or I had an opportunity to watch them, I did. And I eagerly went to the 2001 showing, uh, felt exactly the way you did about it. Yeah. It's like, okay, you want to end it like that, there better be another one. Right. Never was. Yeah. Love these new films. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah, very much so. I'm very much looking forward to going this weekend to see yeah. to see the newest yeah. edition. I highly recommend that. It's uh, These are not films that I call blockbusters because they're not the ones that are going to make 300 plus million yeah. domestically. Mm-hmm. But they... They have all performed well and mm-hmm. made money, mm-hmm. and uh, this this is a franchise. If they wanted to continue, they could, and they planted they planted seeds that that could happen organically without it being forced. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I like what they've done with the War for the Planet of the Apes uh, and A minus on my report card. Now, if you are in an ape and a, or a monkey kind of mood, uh, let me give you five other films to check out uh, <laughs> that are related to apes and monkeys. I like it. All right. Uh, these are in chronological order, so they're not in order of preference. 1951, former president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, uh, in a movie called Bedtime for Bonzo. Yes. You know, check that out to see a president. Uh, you know, at that time he wasn't the president. But, but if you want to see uh, some of his acting uh, abilities, check out Bedtime for Bonzo from 1951. Uh, next film uh, I'm going to recommend, you can choose. Uh, there, It was released in three different time periods. All right, 1933, 1976, and 2005. King Kong. Oh yes, of course. Um, the uh, the ultimate ape. Um, any of those versions. The Uber ape. The Uber ape. <laughs> uh, any of those versions are well worth checking out. Um, the original from 33, and then of course there were several King Kong versus movies. Uh, those are hit and miss, but that original uh, with Faye Ray, well worth checking out. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis did a version in 76. Um, um, with um, Jessica Lange and Jeff Bridges. Uh, great version of that film. And then Peter Jackson came back a few years ago with Andy Serkis being mm-hmm. the ape in 2005, another great version. 
Um, so that's King Kong. Uh, also on our list of uh, monkeys, apes, and gorillas films that you should check out. Mighty Joe Young. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's one of those that kind of flies under the radar in some some ways. People don't think about that one because they think about King Kong. But Mighty Joe Young was good, too. There was a 1949 version and a 1998 version. The 1998 version, the only thing it really does different is the the effects. And yeah. uh, I, I recommend it just looking at the, the comparison of the two. The storyline's pretty pretty similar um, to that. And then if you're looking for comedy and monkeys, uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, he's not the monkey, but he hangs out with a monkey in every which way but loose from mm-hmm. 1978. Fun film. Um, you know, it, it's a, a, a kind of B-movie cinema. Oh, yeah. But fun. Yeah. Uh, fun to check out. And then uh, a favorite of mine from a sci-fi standpoint that is now a sci-fi series called 12 Monkeys. Yes. Uh, from I don't nine- remember a monkey in it. <laughs> uh, well, there was. Okay. There was. Um, and and, and it, it related to um, many of, I guess, kind of the things we've talked about with the Apes films of, of uh, monkey flu, monkeys causing issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, 12 Monkeys, the uh, the movie with Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt, uh, directed by Terry Gillum from uh, Monty Python. Um, in many ways, this movie almost kind of had a holy grail feel, not the whole, not the, <laughs> not the uh, Monty Python of the Holy Grail, but right. from a storyline standpoint, you can you can see some similarities and themes if you go and look at what Terry Gilliam did with this uh, Twelve Monkeys. He did it with uh, with Monty Python, of course, but also did it with The Fisher King with Robin Williams. Yep, you'll see some very interesting story themes that are connected there. But uh, I recommend Twelve Monkeys as well. That's one um, that is on my list, and also Kong Skull Island is going to be out for home delivery pretty soon. So uh, you, you may want to check that out. Uh, new releases for the home video market, uh, Fate of the Furious. It was just released in it, May, is already yeah. out, and uh, Scarlett Johansson in uh, Ghost in a Shell. Um, the remake of Going in Style with Morgan Freeman, Alan Arkin, and Michael Caine is also out. Um, it was a remake from the uh, version with George Burns yes. from several years ago. Oh, I remember that uh, one. And if you're looking for, for real fun, the 40th anniversary collection of Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, <laughs> that is out. So those are for home <laughs> delivery. And for the Don Gibson Theater this week, uh, let me recommend uh, you checking out The Princess and the Frog from 2009 uh, on uh, July the 27th. That's when that one will uh, will be out. And that's at uh, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Movies, popcorn, and free movies, popcorn, and a drink. Uh, all for like uh, $2 Next for all to of nothing, those yeah. yep. And then the Real to Real Film Fest, the 26th through the 29th in Kings Mountain, uh, Violet Arthukes will be on talking about that uh, next week on Cinema Scene. So make sure you join us for that. Any thoughts, comments, or questions about any of this stuff, Jeff Powell? I like monkey movies. Monkey I, movies. You went through your list, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's good stuff there. Yeah. I got to go back now and watch 12 Monkeys because yeah. I don't remember the monkey. Yeah. Yeah. The series is good too. Series I've, on sci fi. Not, I've not seen that. Uh, I've been playing around with some um, sci fi series. I've been watching. Uh, the Expanse. That's, yeah. a, that's a good sci-fi series yeah. on uh, sci-fi, and uh, I guess it's uh, Showtime offers up something called The Leftovers, which yeah. is completed now. I think it went right. three three seasons, okay. and it's done. And I've been watching that and enjoying that. Yeah, you've been recommending that to me. I might check that out. Well, I'm not sure I'm ready to recommend uh, okay. it. All right, because I don't know where they're going with this thing. Okay. But I'm intrigued. I'm still watching. So after you wrap it, let me know if you recommend it. I will. Sounds good. Um, I'm Noel Manning. That's Jeff Powell. You can follow us on Twitter um, at WGWG Radio. 
Yes, you can. Or at Cinema Scene USA. Yes. And you were going to say something? I just, I think, I think it's this weekend. Speaking of TV and premium channels, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I know what I'll be doing. Game of Thrones. All right. Till next time, that's Jeff. I'm Noel. This is Cinema Scene on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. That's a wrap.